okay quick um like introduction i am super lousy in this podcast like oh my god this episode was a fucking nightmare so um if you think like um i went off track and shit i'm sorry you're right but um this was mis my first episode in like a lot of time and i i didn't know what to do like i start talking talking when like things got off my fucking brain i had beer in my system ape shit was flying everywhere so yeah enjoy and thank you bye bye Okay, hello, welcome to Began, or better say that actually, because I can. And this is the podcast that I made like six months ago to talk about shit that bothered me, about video games and stuff. Um, the reason I always went with video games in my past, um, like recordings, uh, was because um, I am actually starting to be a game developer. and. I mean, there's not much that can really stop me right now. Like I'm halfway through my, um, how do you say it? Like development phase uh, of a project right now. So um, that's why I care so much about video games. Like I care so much about. Um, I criticize them. I criticize the system that they went through, that they go through in their daily basis like wait a wait a minute i have beer today i have beer because you know water is water is for pussies and second of all um i can't so yeah okay so let's let's go why am i making this well i'm pretty bored i've been thinking about it lately and my cousin got uh pretty sick and I've been down and when I'm down I get angry and when I get angry when I get angry fuck me when I get angry the first fucking shit that happens upon my fucking head you know what it is it is like yo let's play some fucking video games that's what happens so um I got pretty angry and I played some games and I actually started thinking about video games and like general and I figured out well might as well give it a try to some of the things that I um think I had to review it about these games like um so I started like playing a lot of more a lot of more variety of games um, I started playing Dead Cells. A, it is a roguelike side scroll, side scroller of with touches of uh, Metroidvania. I think. I mean, it, it's pretty weird because if you think about it, like if you really think about it, what is really fucking happening in that game is like the world is never the same. 
like the enemies are always in a new kind of fucking weird position and um like the items never re repeat themselves i mean it's not a linear experience but like it has a formula that i really like like it it is not a metrivania because you don't have a specific place to go to find the items to keep going forward because you know like the map is limited so i don't know if that like makes it or undoes the term roguelike in the name of the game but well actually um being a side scroller maybe you be tempted to compare it to um I don't know, uh, a platformer, because it has a lot of fucking platforming, but, I mean, it's, it's no Mario, let me tell you, like, um, what other games I play, like, Rogue Legacy, it's a pretty good game, I, I liked it, but, like, this game feels weird, it feels like I'm playing, like, Shantae? You know what I mean? Like, but the combo system in this game, battle in this game is super, like, natural. Suddenly everything feels better. Everything goes better. Like, um, you start to learn how to uh, chain the items to create more combos and shit. So, like, it's not a major Benny, it's not only a rope, like, and, but, like, you find an item inside a randomly generated space and that item is permanent that means that now you can explore more and even though you have randomly generated worlds like world actually there are fixed places that are actually randomly placed around this randomly generated world and those those fixed layouts can only be achieved if you have the item previous to that like um to, previous to you like going through those places so it's not a metric banner by any means because it's not a linear experience it's not about only adventure it's more like it is similar to Rogue Legacy, what Rogue Legacy actually tries, and I keep comparing it because, I mean, Rogue Legacy was like a Castlevania, Castlevania, I mean, if you think about it, like, you have like a default attack that you always use, and then you find other assortments, assortments of weapons and bullshit, and all this new stuff that needs mana to like be used um is not a essential part of the gameplay because if you think about it you could you could check you could technically well well i don't know but you could technically win the game the entirety of the game without using special weapons so that sells like happens to be in the same kind of place where like you find yourself um with your default weapons a lot more than you think that you would 
like these items that you find are not really necessary to the experience but they add depth because because you can chain combos you can stun enemies you can like do a lot of shit like really insane stuff like pretty good game actually um so i was playing that and i was thinking about procedurally generated shit and i was like yo this stuff is amazing like fuck it. um and when i was thinking about it i was like why is it like this game is good but i don't feel like it's a masterpiece like a masterpiece would like go beyond the boundaries of what we know and destroy them um so i was thinking like in in this so i was thinking like in this randomly generated world that we are living right now like because every fucking way every fucking wingy pussy game needs to have randomly generated my ass something um where are the boundaries of what we can do like where are they and that's exactly what we are going to look at so um yeah um it was thinking like no man's no man's no man's but wait now we're talking now like i was thinking like no man's sky kind of bullshit and i got like super weird about it like um so many games they get think that randomly and procedural gener generation for some reason is going to make their their game so much more like complex or bullshit that, that's a lot of bullshit i mean the boundaries of random generation are between the established limits of the system that that game is running in and that is not a system like limited by computational standards but by the own limits created by the mechanics of the game because if you think about it like <clears throat> oh shit I'm oh, sorry. So, if you think about it, like seriously, um, like, grab a game with something randomly chosen, like for example, um, Borderlands, Borderlands 2, a game that actually loots are random, but what is specifically random in that game is um, weapons and their characteristics, like the assortment of buffs or like perks that a weapon gets when it's dropped that's um fully random actually and if you think about it like they claim like they have i don't remember like the variety of, of possibilities that a random weapon system brought to the game i think it was like something about 3000 guns that they claim I don't remember. Don't quote me on this one because 
I don't really remember, but I, I remember them like bragging about, whoa, look, wow, look at how many weapons we had, like, shit, but that's not how it should work ever, like, um, because, you know, like, yes, you have, like, all these randomly generated weapons that are in the game, but the problem with your system is that we are always going to play a first-person shooter, and that means that your weapons need the characteristics of a weapon that can be used on a first-person motherfucking shooter. Randomly generated, like, random generation is not providing something to your gameplay capabilities because you are stuck with a first-person perspective. So, in the end, what you have is a void claim of variety. Of variety, fuck, of variety, of variety, of variety. I should really delete this fucking shit. Wait a minute, I'm gonna chug a fucking beer. Okay, so <clears throat> now, um, okay, so you're claiming variety, but that variety really doesn't exist because if you think about it, like. We're bounded to a first-person perspective, so you cannot use any kind of weapon that doesn't focus on a first-person perspective. So, in the end, like, which are the patterns that a weapon in a first-person perspective could follow that are useful for the gameplay that you're trying to provide to the player? Like, that's the big question. Like, the, that that's the big problem that we are experiencing like right here like the same happens with like i don't know let's just call risk of rain too well that's not a good call um let's just say um no one's sky fuck i mean they claim oh yeah look at this uh three billion stars I think it was some like three billion planet billion or trillion planets that they claimed that's bullshit because again that's nothing to be amazed of because you're limited to the boundaries of your game's mechanics again like it's it's a first person fucking shooter you couldn't think of anything else that like even GTA 5 that is a game that is basically 100% linear. Thought about this shit. Like, you can use a third person perspective and playing third person, or a first person perspective and playing fucking first person. And the game doesn't change what you're doing, but the way you as a player experience the game is completely different when you're playing first person in the view of the protagonist or third person in a view of an external fucking being looking everything like a fucking god like it is different in the end so i was like thinking about yo um the best game that you could really make is the one that breaks the boundaries of what we can see the video game like go out of the first fucking person perspective like Go out of the Metroidvania. Go out of the third person. Like, combine them. Like, use use 
a game in all its full capabilities. Remember, a camera is only fixed to what you want to show on the screen. So, like, and the control of the character doesn't have to necessarily be of the character. Like, in racing games, in, like, in racing games, um, I don't know, like, I think I'd, we're talking, like, from the past I think racing games um, you used to move like the scenario I don't know if this is applied to racing games today I don't think so so like super monkey ball does that exact thing and it is like breaking the boundaries of what we consider a racing game even though it is the same fucking thing as a racing game um, because well that franchise like started with Nintendo and we all know that Nintendo is a fucking lunatic that makes almost perfection at video games but it's a fucking mad lab and everything else like um, I hate Nintendo because like they make some awesome shit but in the end at the end of the day like they don't respect the advantages of like the advantages of having a sane and like united community so that just like screws everything for me uh, okay so let's go to the next scene to talk about what I think is, like how randomly generated should be used So, um, thank you all for listening to this shit, and um, better said, like, um, thank you for, like, getting to this part of the fucking podcast, because I always thought, like, no one will hear this shit, but it turns out a lot of people actually like this, so, I am grateful for it, thank you, stay good, Stay clean, and maybe someday I'll make another episode of this bullshit. Bye bye. So, um, okay, let's chug some beer. Okay, um, I'm all out of beer. Um, so, um, I haven't seen any game that, like, tells you are the game, not the game protagonist. Like, you control the game, not the game protagonist. And may I not remember you that Sims, or like, SimCity, like, um, um, Civilization, all those games where you control the world of the game are not actually um, what I'm talking about right here. Like, I'm not talking Garry's Mod either, because Garry's Mod 
does not provide a player with an experience of itself. Um, if you think about it, Garry's mod is like giving a drawing, like giving an artist, an artist, the a pen and a paper. Like that's Garry's mod for games, and that works out fine when you have someone that has a concept of what to do with the tools that is given. But when someone is looking for something to do, you cannot give them Garry's mod. It's like like you have to be fucking around with them like you don't know what a game is like you don't know what what a game like is fun about and i gave you a game that is about making a game you're a fucking idiot um but then if you like think about it um the best way that you could describe grace mod is like you have the identity of video games like expressed at the mercy of the guy that is like of the guy that is playing right now he can manage to modify everything in the game as he likes like there's no boundaries right now we're not talking like um you can do whatever the fuck you want That's what I'm trying to say. That's what not. That's not what I'm trying to imply right now. What I'm trying to imply is that give the create a game where you can give the player an experience that follows the mechanics that you've implemented in the game, but you, but you like use those mechanics to um create. And the space of discovery of the own game, um, of like let the player control the game, not the protagonist. Like, give so many capabilities to the player that between the experience that you want the player to feel, they can do as much as they want. And it, we are not talking like mechanics right now. We're talking like gameplay-wise. Like, um, for example, I've never seen a game be like if you play in third person, you are like, then the game suddenly uh, randomly generates more platforms for you to like cross when you're in an environment and then like if you're playing at first person it's like the game suddenly generates more um enemies and linearity to go through while navigating the map so all those things that could be done breaking the boundaries of what we consider game what we consider a game could be used to improve for the beyond farther beyond farther further further farther fuck so to improve beyond what we consider a video game and i think we still have so many things to learn about it so many things to learn about it that is almost 
blood boiling that we have so many disasters in the world of video games right now like it is almost stupid because like you have a whole art to explore and you decide to stick with a cinematic view of what a video game is and that is not how it should be done at all you should be considering the game as a game and the story should go within the person's view and not the protagonist's view and then consider if the player should know as much as the protagonist or the player should know more or less than the protagonist but like it's stupid that so many games put you in the like skin of the protagonist and that is like okay so we're going to use like cinematic to show this part of the story that the protagonist is not in touch with and I'm like you that's stupidly wrong and that is also something that like it was corrected like we are in 2020 like 40 years ago because like what in the early 80s even the in the NES like you had games where if you are like controlling someone and then controlling another character you can view like how these two characters go through similar paths but not at all the same and then when the 16-bit era came like in the um, mid 80s I think it was wait a minute because maybe I'm throwing some bullshit around yeah 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 a lot of bullshit right now yeah yeah I don't fucking care about this shit okay yeah like mid 80s in the mid 80s when you had like the 16-bit era of what the fuck it meant okay so um you had like again games where the protagonist experienced the story on your hands in its own way and then you like change characters and you're like in a different route but the same game experience it the other part of the story but nowadays like you're never like switched characters like you're always like oh um cinematic i mean i know i'm referring to triple a games more than anything because okay let's face it indie games are this like uh, upgrading the standards that we have about video games like so far beyond what we thought it could be done it's almost stupid like video indie video games are grabbing platforming like grabbing 3d perspectives grabbing like player first person perspectives further beyond like super liminal like like it's a game about perspective and I think it's beautiful 
and it's beautifully constructed. That is what I want to see in a video game. Stop using cinematics to express video games. And like I know I I went off track, but what I want to say is that to finish up. So I'm I'm talking about the boundaries of video game, right? Like you have your map where the player needs to explore and shit. So you have player, and we are talking like not video game in, but video game out. Someone grabs a control. They are controlling something inside a video game. Like you have the map to explore. And a character to use, and then you have like mechanics that go along the way to explore that map and to find things to do, or maybe give a, a direct objective of what is needed to be done. And in the end, what you get is like let's exploit the boundaries of the game. Let's randomly generate the experience, but limiting the boundaries of what is going to be random in a specific, like the map can be randomized, but let's just say these four points on the map will always be there, like, like, all right. But the thing is they are corners. This means like they are at the external shell of the map. So everything inside the map is random. First thing that you obtain is the player doesn't know what is going to find in the journey to the locations that are further, further beyond the map. They know there is a place to be visited, but they don't know how they will get there. Then you have like random generation on gameplay mechanics. That is something that is not done. That is something that could improve the game. So, um, what about a third person perspective? But um, it's not the same, the same third-person perspective that plays in Resident Evil. That the same third-person perspective plays in Dark Souls, like and your items or whatever mechanic you're using has to change depending on this side view. So um, what else? I mean, the, your own character. Like, we always talk about giving personality to a character in the way that, like, we feel like uh, the game will benefit more. Or if you're, like, if you are in, a, in an um, MMORPG, give, like, customization and shit so uh, the player can feel, like, more intertwined with the story and shit. But I mean, let's forget all that shit. Let's give like players 
a character that is not property of them, neither the game. Like, and I'm not talking like only generated randomly, but establish variants to how these character will act upon the mechanics that is given, like weight and volume of the character, extensive maneuver of their mobility. Um, just because this character is different to the one that you created in the past means that it will play different, even if it if it manages to achieve the same mechanics that are also randomly generated. I mean, I'm trying to create ideas. No, I'm trying to expose the problem that we have with games. It is an art. That means that everybody can do whatever the fuck they want. But I don't see people do that. Um, okay, so let's finish this episode for fuck's sake.